Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. To see each episode's show notes, listen to more sessions, and send us your questions, visit fittalk.com. Episode 53. Giant set, good or bad? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Marfit. And this week, we're going to talk about another training aspect that a lot of people, I'm sure, have wondered about before. And this week's question comes to us from Sam Wall via email. And he says, hey, Mark, what are your thoughts on trisets? And what do you think are some of the best combinations? Any advice would be appreciated. So for trisets, we're going to assume that Sam means giant sets because uh, as we've mentioned before, giant sets can include anywhere from up to three exercises in a row to five exercises in a row. So we're going to focus on that being the case. But uh, Mm -hmm. before we jump into this episode, I'm just going to give a big thank you to our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So for everyone who's listening, if you want to pick up some of the highest quality lifting straps, wrist wraps, or anything else that you're going to need to power your performance in the gym, as well as some awesome t-shirts that are going to serve as your motivation while you're in there killing it, just visit risegymgear.com. And don't forget to use our discount code FITTALK in order to save yourself 10%. I love The Legend Never Dies. My favorite, my favorite. Yeah, I think it's the favorite of everyone. <laughs> Just so epic. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so we got a good question today. Seriously, it's a great, great question. And I would say, I think we covered a little bit in another episode, um, different method that you can use to switch things up and make sure that your body doesn't get used to your workout and that you can keep progressing. Uh, what was the name of the episode, Matt? Do you remember? I, we didn't actually do an episode specifically on how to change up your training. We have mm-hmm. written a great article before on your site. Um, yeah. And we've brought it up here and there with a couple of different techniques. Like I think in uh, Grow Those Biceps, we talked about certain things like uh, supersets and FSC There's not one like Never Stop Progressing? I don't think we discussed uh, methods in that one, though. Uh, okay, I thought so. Sorry, guys. Maybe um, it's just like I produce so- a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm involved in a lot of stuff every week, and it's crazy how we can produce stuff. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure I'm talking about it. It can be like in an article, uh, sure. in a video uh, inside Team Fit, or on YouTube, or in an interview that I did. So my maybe my mistake, guys. Gotta um, have all the bases covered, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, let's start about talking the the article. We made a good article about different methods like superset, giant set, rest pause that you can integrate uh, in your workout to make sure that you keep cr- progressing and that you keep uh, shocking your body uh, just to make sure that you, you don't... S- uh, get stuck too much on a plateau. Um, so that being said, now giant set. I love giant set. It's something that I like to integrate. I just feel like a, r- a real warrior when I do them. Uh, it's just, it's true. No, don't, oh, don't you feel like that? 100%. <laughs> it's just crazy because it's kind of nonstop. It can take uh, from three to five minutes to do just like one set of that, uh, depending on what kind of exercise that you're doing. Uh, but that being said, it's something that you want to integrate to keep progressing. It's not something that I would do every workout because it's taxed a lot your body. Uh, the thing is like 
the more you put your muscle under tension, uh, under tension, the more toxin that you produce into your body and the more you stress your body, you know? So uh, you want to make sure to have a good, that's why it's so good like to take, uh, I don't know, at least a good uh, 30, 45 second rest or 30 second even uh, between each set to make sure that you, you can keep pushing and keep the intensity uh, during your workout. But if you're just doing giant sets, you might exhaust yourself a lot uh, uh, quicker in the workout than uh, during the week, you know, because you just do that. So it's it's really intense, uh, but at the same time, it's really good to integrate uh, once in a while to make sure that you keep progressing. It's very true. Like you said, once in a while, not something that really, I don't think most people could probably handle a giant set in every single workout all the time, um, particularly not natural athletes, uh, that's for sure. But there's a lot of times in which, like there's, there's probably a handful of workouts in which you've uh, used giant sets for team fit and for your own personal workouts as well. For example, I remember uh, the arms attack workout and that's actually, uh, so that's a bicep and tricep workout, guys. And the entire workout consisted of giant sets. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the first two exercises uh, were four set giant sets with the last two exercises being three set giant sets. So that was a pretty high volume workout and probably one of the most challenging ones uh, I've ever done specifically for arms. So, uh, Mark, what are your thoughts on that? Like, for for example, when you were making that workout, did you ever think to yourself, you know, this is this is a lot of volume, you know? Mm -hmm. So, is this ever a workout that you would recommend people to follow for three to five weeks, or is this a throw it in there once in a while, bust through a plateau, and then get onto something else? Um, I would say it's something that you do like just once in a while to make sure that you just destroy your body just once, you know, mm -hmm. and make sure that you have a good rest after and maybe not it arms uh, 48 hours after just <laughs> having like a good week and maybe even taking like a rest day immediately after or two rest day. Um, when you, I don't know, I don't know if you watch it, a lot of interview of like, I athletes, I mean, when it's your job, you know, when you want to perform, I think all athletes have pushed their boundary to the maximum. So that kind of workout, it's in, in that mindset to make sure that um, I can just exhaust and deplete my body and also show to it that it's really not strong enough. It's not in the game. Mm -hmm. um, so as you know, our body is always in survival mode. So that being said, you, you want to adapt to a situation. So when you put your, your body in, under a that kind of situation, something like just too crazy for it, uh, for for him, then he will not have the choice to progress. Uh, it's not something that you always want to do because, like the rest, you need a lot of uh, your recovery time is really important to make sure that you grow. Grow. You do. You don't grow when you're in the in the gym, guys. You grow when you eat the the right source of protein, right source of carbs, right source of fat, and you match the calorie intakes that you need for your goal. Um, so that's how you grow. And when you, uh, when you rest, when you sleep. So if you're missing a part, like if you miss your sleep, if you just sleep four hours a night, then you will never like get the result that you want. Maybe you will have a little bit of result because you keep putting the effort maybe in, in your diet and in your workout, but you will never reach your full potential. So the goal is to make sure that you follow a good diet for yourself, that you eat right, that you eat, uh, especially good source of carbs. There's a lot of people who don't make the difference between sugars and carbs. Um, so when we talk about carbs, uh, we'll talk about brown rice, sweet potatoes. Uh, we can talk about basmati rice. We can talk about uh, oats. There's a lot of good sources of carbs out there that you can take to make sure that you 
um, give your body the chance to recover and also uh, recover his glycogen level and make sure that he can grow. Uh, in, just be in the right uh, place to just favorize the growth and make sure that you recover properly. So um, that kind of workout, it's not something that I'm doing really often. I might do something really crazy like that for legs, maybe every three, four months for chest. Uh, like sometimes I'm just go, going to the gym and, okay, the only thing that I will do today will be bench press, you know? And you just, I don't know, you take you say to yourself, okay, I will take 70% of my overall body weight and I will do as many reps as I can and then I will restart 30 seconds after. Fuck. And then <laughs> as many as I can, 30 seconds after you restart until you're not even able to push for one rep. I did I did that a couple of times. I did that for back, like with I deadlifts. I remember with deadlifts, yeah. You did you exactly. a deadlift workout a little while ago and it was just yeah. like 12 sets of deadlifts in a row or something crazy. Like, mm -hmm. And that was it. I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. But that that kind of workout, it's not some, like usually when you're a Team Fit member, it's, when, when I showed that workout, I, um, I, I explain also like what's the principle behind. I explain uh, that's not something that you want to do if you are not someone who al already like master the form because your form will not lack for when it's easy, you know. It will lack when you start struggling. Yeah. So you don't want to do something like that increase like that to injure yourself. And uh, be sure that you're warm up pr properly before that. Um, and it's not that kind of workout that you want to integrate when you're a beginner. It's like really if it's been like three weeks that you're in the gym, you're a beginner. So don't do that kind of workout <laughs> first. Your muscles are not used to that. Like it's, it's not something that your body can really uh, adapt right away. It's something that you need to be kind of an athlete before or at least have a couple of hours in the gym. Uh, and when I say a couple of hours, more than uh, uh, 40 hours of workout, I would say more than a couple of months. So um, that being said, it's something that, yeah, I like to do once in a while to just destroy me or an overall body challenge. Like I did a couple of workouts like that in Team Fit. It's just I destroyed my entire body in one workout. Mm -hmm. and it's just something great to do and it always first I was challenged I was it's crazy how you are exhausted after that you just want to go sleep uh, but it's something that when I come back to the gym I just see that uh, I've reached something new just a completely different level oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. so before uh when you were mentioning uh you would do a kind of workout like that you know something just really crazy and you said in particular you know you might do it for your legs or your chest or your back or something particularly for the largest muscle groups mm -hmm. of the body is there a reason to favorite over that versus the smaller ones like the shoulders or arms or something but i mean when you do chess um when you do chest, you have your shoulders involved a bit. It's not supposed to be too much involved, but for sure you will work your, your front delt when you do chest. So uh, that being said, you always work other muscle. You work with your tricep as well. When you do back, you will work your bicep too. Uh, when you do deadlift, you work a lot your legs, your lower back, uh, your core, uh, and it takes a lot of energy. For smaller muscle, it's just you don't want to tax them too much. Uh, sometime I do it, uh, I do it. And I mean, there's no magic formula. It's something that I do that worked for me. You can see uh, the result. Um, and it's something that I feel that helped me to go reach the next level. You know, actually, this kind of reminds me of something that I read, uh, a long time ago in Arnold's, uh, encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding. And I can't remember the exact name of the principle. I might butcher it just now, but I, I think it was something just really simple as uh, like the quote unquote feeling principle or something like that. And 
he had mentioned um, a friend of his who I also, the name's escaping me right now. So if you guys know, let me know, just shoot me a tweet or something. But um, a friend of his who would walk into the gym, like he would never have a preset formula of what he was going to do as he walked in. And he would base his workout solely on the way that he was feeling. And he said once in a while he would do something crazy high volume, crazy low volume, or sometimes he would walk in and do, like you had just mentioned, he, for example, for a chest workout, maybe he just did bench press that day. Just mm-hmm. a whole lot of bench press. And that's it, it. And he based it solely on, this is the way I feel today. This is what I think is going to be the best for my body today. And Jacob. that's what I'm going to do. Jay Cutler is doing that. I mean, he has like his routine, you know, when he will do chest, when he will do back. But when he enters in the gym, he don't even know what he will do. He'll go with feeling. Hmm. There's, I'm not, no, I want to do that. I like to have a plan because I can, I mean, it depends on each person. But for me, when I have a plan, I'm, I'm able to visualize. And it's a big process in getting result, visualization. So I'm able to visualize the result uh, and the the weight that I will use, you know, if I see like I will do some V bar in row, I know exactly like the weight that I will put to start, yep. and I was I will just see myself doing it, and I will also just I don't think about the next weight like for the second set. Okay, today I will try to add an extra five pounds, you know, mm-hmm. and then I don't know I enter in the gym, I know what I need to do, I'm it's my task. I'm at war and I just do that. I don't need to focus on anything. I just read the books. Okay, now you need to do that, 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 and you will do it. You take a minute rest. You follow that and that's it, sir. I'm here to <laughs> to fight. I follow the task and then the job is done and I'm happy with it. Sir, and I'm yes, just sir. proud of myself, you know? Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But no, I'm the, I'm the exact same way. I really don't like to... It's uh, it's uncomfortable for me if I if I walked into the gym and didn't. Know yeah, what I don't gonna like do, it. Too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm-hmm. feel lost. I, I I'm I would never want to just like walk around aimlessly and be like, what should I do? And I hear it all the time too in the locker room, like guys uh, uh, with their workout partners, like, okay, so what do you want to do today? And I just think to myself, no, man, like I I have it written down in my notebook every single time before I go into the gym because if I have a couple minutes to spare before my workout starts, you know, I'm gonna actually go and read over my workout again so mm-hmm. that like the exact same thing. I want to be able to think about myself doing the exercises, especially in the order that I'm going to do them, because that's a big part for me to be able to gauge what I want to do. Like, for example, this week I did a PR for uh, flat dumbbell press. I put up uh, 70s for the first time in I my life. I didn't know, man. Congrats. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I well, it's, I did the road to 185 chest workout. I forgot to tell you. Incredible, <laughs> incredible. But yeah, so I put up 70s for the first time. And had I not known beforehand that I was walking to the gym and going to do flat dumbbell press, I wouldn't know that I was going to go for it because I had it in my head. I was like, I'm walking in today. There's a set of four reps. I've never put up 70 pounds before. I'm going to go for it. And and it happened. So that wouldn't have happened otherwise if I had just walked in and was just like, oh, maybe I'll go for the flat dumbbell press today. You know, it's not the same yeah. thing. There, there's some time I will do like one more set. Uh, so for example, I plan to do like three sets of barbell bicep curl, but I feel, um, I don't know, that I, I just feel it. Then I will do one more set. Yeah, just because I like the pump, man. I just like it. <laughs> I like the um, the feeling of it. Like you feel like a god in the gym. You're just like too <laughs> beast mode, and it's just amazing when you have a good pump and when you have a good workout and you your mind at the at the right place. I just know that if I'm doing it, I will just be proud of myself, and then it will just empower my day to uh, 
to be more productive in anything that I need to do. Uh, there's also a lot of people would say like, yeah, but you don't need, like you, you cannot work out more than, than an hour, 15, an hour, 30. And I'm like that too. I mean, there's a certain level, your body, there's a, uh, threshold if you want in terms of like taxing your body during like a workout to make sure that you are in, um, at the right place to get results and be sure that you fill your body with the right nutrient immediately after and you don't want to go too much over it. But it happened. I mean, when I first started, I was working out two hours because I was thinking was good, you know, mm-hmm. when I was like uh, younger, like at 18, when I first started and didn't know anything. Sure. Um, I did some workout of an hour 30. Now I find that to gain lean muscle mass and just focus on gaining muscle. Uh, I feel that after 45 minutes, really intense, I'm really dead. So an hour with abs, it's enough for me uh, because of like the intensity that I'm putting and the weight that I'm lifting. It's really, it takes my body a lot. You know, when you deadlift, I know 500 pounds or near 500 pounds for four or five sets or when you do chest with uh, three plates and then you drop like two plate 25 for, I don't know, 12 reps. I mean, your body is just, that's crap, but I mean, you just You're destroy it, man. Yeah, really. So I cannot work out like too, too long. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's some variation that you want to integrate. Like uh, Giant said, is just good uh, sometime to exactly, go reach uh, yeah. another level and um, just do something different. And you're, you will feel your muscle like it's not the same thing. It's really not the same thing. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's true. And uh, we've mentioned before, uh, again, I'm not quite sure of the episode but we've said before for just about any workout we typically try to include one kind of intensity technique in the workout like at the very least you know for a lot of people their workouts will just include single sets so you know do a set of bicep curls wait a minute 30 do another set of bicep curls yada 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 but for we always try to recommend to at least like really spur the workout up like really kick it up a notch and get the pump going you know include something like a superset or a giant set or a drop set or any any one of those other techniques that we've mentioned before because that can really be a good key to bringing the workout to a whole another level especially if you included uh at the beginning you know and yeah and sometimes it's just good to do something just basic man just just kind of i mean like you keep it like really basic just barbell no superset anything you follow like your eight reps a minute 30 rest and then you go to the next exercise just one single exercise uh no superset, no extra thing. It's just something different. And then you come back the week after or two weeks after, and then you integrate some superset and or a rest pause at the end of the workout. It's just amazing. Or um, the 21 or, uh, I don't know, FST7. It's just crazy too. Seriously, no, uh, no, no shortage of anything. But no. the, the key is really always just throwing something different in there if you're if you haven't been used to doing single sets for a while because you've been doing high volume with a lot of different techniques once you start to go back to single sets you'll probably find that you're going to be able to lift a lot more weight and yeah. thereby it's going to feel different and you'll have you a will get a crazy pump yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will be crazy 100 percent. so that's i did really the process when i was like um i mean like in 2000 is it in 2011 the change your life or 2012 i think 2011. 11? I think okay. so. Yeah, 11. I was like in a serious cutting mode. It was crazy. I was shredded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then when I started like to uh, curve back up and change my entire workout, like less volume and uh, just single exercise, my the pump was crazy. And then after a while, 
uh, it wasn't like the same. So I came back to superset cutting a bit again and coming back in lean. And people ask me how I've been able like to keep my abs like during three years on the lean booking phase. But when you always change your routine and then when you see your physique and you, you know exactly what you eat and you track yourself and you know how your body works because everyone is different, then it's it's just easier to adapt yourself to it and make sure that you don't uh, lose your abs when you start to build too much fat and you can cut down just a bit for like two, three weeks and then you come back on a um, bulking diet with just good nutrient and then that's how you get result. Maybe you don't, pro, you don't, if you want to compare like the weight that I've, I mean, no, there's a lot of people just just want to do like a dirt, dirty bulk yeah. and they gain a lot of weight in a short period of time. But at the same time, there's a lot of weight. It's just water retention, a lot of fat. So in my mind, it's not like full gain, you know. But if you compare me, like in 2011, I gained like a little bit over 30 pounds of almost just muscle. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I mean my crazy. my body fat is not that high right now. I'm probably at six six point five six point five yeah maybe. I was at four point something in Toronto last summer. Four point four. Uh, four. <laughs> 4. <laughs> Ridiculous. 4. And we did it twice the test. Yeah, because we I weren't mean, even sure. We we're like, oh come on, really, really, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but, four point four. But at the same time, I mean, there's always like a, a range of error, you know. So it might be like five. There's always like Either a range way. of error with, yeah, I mean, yeah. So then you you go back up with the lean bulking diet and you just absorb everything and your body just use all the nutrient that you eat and you just gain just lean muscle mass. And I think that's the beauty of a good, I don't know, lean bulking phase. It's just because it's just through good weight, you know, it's just muscle. And the more muscle that you have compared to to the, the fat that you have, you're like a machine. You just burn calories because your muscle need more calories than anything. It's just, you, you're just a machine to burn calories and it's just easier to stay lean after. Very true. I mean, we all know people who have done the dirty bulk and I mean, we've seen the results that ensue from it. I've had people who have, you know, at the beginning, they're really stoked about it, you know, because they're going to be able to eat whatever they want. They're like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. And then three, four, five months in, they're like, the hell man like i feel terrible right now and i don't look yeah. nearly as good and blah, and blah. you don't have the same energy level you your vision is not that clear i mean when you do a dirty bulk i i, I did that one like a long long time ago man i was like yeah during like 18 or 19 whenever i was just starting to work out i was just eating whatever just to gain yeah but then i learned cool quickly that it wasn't like the right way but i mean there's a trainer who told me like before each workout that you go in the gym, go to McDonald's, take three burgers, and then serious? go work out. Yeah, seriously. A trainer? Yeah, a trainer, man. Oh my god! And from that point, man, I just I was like, okay, I will do it. I started doing that, <laughs> and then I started just to research a bit, and I was studying as as well, like in um, to to become a doctor and everything. So I was learning a lot of stuff like uh, in chemistry and biology and everything. And I just said, it doesn't make sense, man, not at all. So. Uh, Especially man, like just right before going to work out. Yeah, I mean, man. You don't have your like your the energy that you should have to digest at that point. You you just remove it because you work out. Your body will just take it the energy to work out, not to digest. So what happened? You will put more in the fat than you will put into your muscle. That's really discouraging to me that a trainer told you to do that. That's mm -hmm. so irresponsible. Wow. Yeah, and the same trainer told me like two years after I started my fitness career, and I was uh, doing like all my videos on YouTube. I came back to my 
whole gym. You yeah. told me, yeah, you had some good gains and what you did. And then I explained just a little bit what I'm doing now, blah, blah, blah. And he just said, but check your form. You're not, your form is not that great when you do your bicep curl. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even move my shoulders and don't tell me anything. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh whatever. Oh my God. That's... That's <laughs> but I mean, you yeah, know they what? have to. They have to say something, you know, to just show that they they have more knowledge than you. But I knew that. Oh, they have. My to. form was correct, man. Actually, you know, it's really funny. A uh, little little aside here, a little story. Santoro, uh, the other day, he was referred by a friend of ours uh, to go to a gym. I'm not going to say which gym it was, because um, it's a national chain. So. He was referred to go in there and he was talking to uh, one of the girls who's supposed to like set you up like with your membership and was asking about if, uh, you know, his needs for a personal trainer and what his current level of fitness was and what his diet was like, like all this routine stuff, right? Yeah, the thing that I just uh, said to people, I don't even train. Exactly, exactly <laughs> right. Um, so he was explaining to her like, you know, where he's at basically and she... I guess was kind of insinuating that he wasn't really in the best of shape at the moment and stuff. And uh, I guess essentially he was explaining to her, you know, for one, I I personally take care of uh, Santoro in terms of his his personal diet and uh, his workouts and things like that. But at the same time, he also mentioned um, who you were to her. And he was like, yeah, so, uh, you know, my friend actually works with Mark Fit, you know, very big online trainer and fitness model. Like he's very well known and respected in the fitness industry and she was like oh you know i've never heard of him blah 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 and so (laughs) she i guess was walking him through the gym and everything and was just very talking talking down to him in a way and just trying to make him feel like he didn't really know what he was talking about when Mm. you know the guy is a world champion in karate and he knows his way around the gym and you know even if i wasn't helping him with anything he could manage everything on his own just fine so you know, it's really funny to see that and how the certain approaches when you go into gyms, the way, you know, client or not clients, but uh, the personnel will talk to you to try to yeah, really encourage I, I mean, a sale. The, I, when I, yeah, exactly. When I meet someone for the first time, I will never like discourage him. Whatever I'm, I'm seeing, I will always no. take care of my words and make sure that I, I'm building confidence at the same time and not just saying like, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> Because yeah, when exactly. you see that to someone, then he will just always ask himself and doubt himself of what he's doing. Um, and there's a lot of people also, like at that point, they will just ask, they will just think too much, man. And it will not act, you know, because they think that they are doing everything wrong, wrong and, oh no, I'm not good at that. And But it's nothing that to be good at. It's something that you need to go and just learn. I mean, the first time that you do bench press, you're... We are all wrong. I mean, we don't. It's, everything is in balance. The chances of doing straight. it right the first time slim to none. Slim it's to it's none. really hard because you're not you're not used to just lift weights. I mean, when you pick up a box, it's not the same thing that when you do a dumbbell flat bench press or when you do a deadlift. It's not the same thing. When I mean, when you never worked out. Now, when I pick up a box, I just I work with my legs and I keep my back straight because I know it. Mm-hmm. But like most people don't do that. They just curve the lower back and they just. I don't decline their body. That's it. And they don't use their legs. Yep. Um, it's something good like to learn just to prevent an injury. But I mean, the first time that you enter in a gym, hell no, you don't know anything. I mean, you just, <laughs> maybe you saw some videos of people doing stuff, but when you do it by yourself, it's a different game. It's a different game. It really is. And mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you might end up 
discouraging someone if you say stuff like, no, you're wrong on this the first time, or you're going to really insult someone and one, make yourself look like an ass because like, like what that happened when you went back to your old gym and that trainer said to you, you know, your form on your bicep curl is wrong or whatever. And what do you think? You're like, man, like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. And like, I was more at that time. I was not cocky, but I was just, I don't know. I was like, I knew where I will be, what I was doing. I had a lot of drive. I, I still have drive, but I mean, I'm more calm right now with any kind of comments and anything. I mean, you just learn with the time, I guess. When you're younger, you can take everything like the wrong way. For sure. I didn't say anything. I was like really polite and it was just, in my head, I was just like, whatever, like shut up. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I mean, it's something that, I mean, you you will have to deal with it. It's even when I post a video, there's people who will say, like, oh, your form is wrong or whatever. Or like, why are you cutting down? You're too skinny. But when they see me in real life, they're just like, oh, he's not that small. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. It's- there's always place to comment and to hate and to try to see something. But sometimes just stay quiet is the best way to go. I completely agree. Most of the time. Exactly right. (laughs) And you know, the same goes for everyone who's like in the gym and you see the people who go around, walking around, giving people advice and being like, oh, you're doing this wrong. Let me tell you about this. Really, nobody should ever do that unless someone asks you a question and be like, what do you think of my form on this? I did sometimes. Don't don't do that because, I mean, one, you might, well, you might insult someone who's going to take it the wrong way. But also yeah. just, you know, give out advice where where it's needed. If someone asks you, then that's great. Be like, yeah, I'd be happy to like show you the right way to it do happen- this or something. Yeah, exactly. It happened to me like a lot of time when I'm going to the gym. Like, hey, Mark, can I ask you a question? And then I just, yeah, go ahead. And then I might show him like how to do it or I'm do- how I'm doing it or explain like a principle or something. Uh, but sometimes when I see something that someone is like, uh, you're just getting started and you can see 16 year old or 17. Um, and I don't know, like you look at me like in the gym, I'm working out and everything, you know, and I can see that he's <laughs> might be like impressed sometime or whatever. Or, uh, I talk him to his friend and they, they know me and I don't know, I took picture with them or something. I might just go to him and just say, can I give you a little advice? But there's a way like to do it. I mean, yeah. I ask, can I give you advice? And if if you say no, it's all good, man. I'll keep my going in my workout, you know. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm focused on my things, but sometimes, I mean, if I finished and I was like with Kat because she were like doing posing for being bikini contest or something, and then I just see something, I might just go see the the guy and just say, can I give you a little advice? But the way I will do it will never be like to put the other down. It's just maybe never condescending or yeah, it's just showing them like to even control more the muscle or contract even more the muscle um, some little tips that I'm doing are oh, placing my feet and I don't know just little stuff N- nothing like uh, you're doing it wrong you should do it this way or whatever yeah exactly right and the same goes if someone were to ask you about say giant sets like uh, <laughs> like we're talking about in this <laughs> podcast yeah, uh, yeah I know we got off on a little bit of a tangent there guys but uh, hopefully we answered Sam's question about 
about giant sets um basically i would say the recap here is they can be really good and they can be a really um advantageous way to turn up the intensity in your workouts but again that's not really something that you're going to want to do every single workout all the time but if you've been stuck in a plateau a giant set might be just what you need in order to bust through that and really uh get that pump going like you've never had it before Right, Mark? Yeah, exactly. And we'll uh, put the uh, the article that we did about like the way to always progress, the, all the ways like uh, giant set, super set, uh, rest pause, everything. So if you go on fittalk.com, you will be able like, to see the link at the episode 53, right? Exactly right. 53, you'll be able to see the link of the articles and just go read it. It will be um, useful for you and you can see something that you want to try. And it's always nice to try something new in your workout. It will just motivate you to go to the gym even more and just say, ah, we'll try something new today and we'll see how it's going. Um, and yeah, it will just be be great. And I can say that with Giant Set, um, you get a good pump from it. It's yep. just awesome. No, <laughs> no doubt. We did Giant Sets in our mammoth chest and biceps workout and that was just, it was unbelievable. Four <laughs> exercises in a row. I got to tell you guys, yeah. give it a try and be sure to give us some feedback on how they worked for you. So if you want to give us a shout, uh, you can tweet us, me at Matthew Waugh and Mark at Mark underscore fit. And the same goes for our Instagram names as well. They're the exact same. So if you want to leave a comment on our pictures and let us know how you feel after cranking up the intensity with some giant sets, be sure to do that. And if you like this episode, be sure to like it on SoundCloud, repost it, or share it with someone who you think is going to benefit from this information because that's always the goal is to spread the knowledge and be sure to get everyone going in the right direction to let them achieve the physique that they've always wanted <laughs> um, at the same time sorry we went a little bit out of the track <laughs> uh, sometimes we, I don't know, it's just a conversation between me and my friend Matt. And I don't know, it's just always a fun time to talk and just share our thoughts. And um, if you have any funny story as well, like of things that happen, like it happened to me, like the advice of the other trainer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, send us like a, a tweet or something and we'll be uh, funny to read. So that being said, I guess it will be a wrap. Exactly right. So once again, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, week, guys. Thanks, guys.